I'll come back. 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 Have you posted your blog post, Priest? No. What have you done? Uh, nothing. Well, then my, fuck you. My life is a shame. And we are live. I can see us live. So um, after Priest does his blog post like a human, um, he can count us in. I'm just grabbing the Twitch link because I've got it right here. Open it up so that way I can actually... Uh, make sure it's muted. Cool, I can actually see everyone there. A man has fallen in the river of Lego City. <clears throat> Alright, I think I'm ready to go if everyone else is. Just making sure that we are live, we are live. Alright. Five, four, three, two, one, cut here. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening are a non-pencil. Let's drink, we'll need it. Ravage. Oh shit, I'm next. Enigmatic Otaku. My mom is really good at embroidery. Flame and Warfer. I mean, I'm here. Milk. Pain. And my name's Flutter Priest. This week, we're not only streaming from a new location, but we have a very, very special cast for you guys. Um, we managed to find... Uh, you know, it was a long, drawn-out search. You know, search dogs were involved. People died. But we managed to get in touch with Aurora Dawn, author of Rainbow Factory, and Aurora has graciously donated their time to listen to us for some reason. Aurora, thank you for taking time to come join us. Hey, no, thanks for having me on. Um, with that said, for those who have never tuned in before, hello and welcome. We are a 100% nonprofit podcast where uh, we stream uh, every week and we interview uh, fandom, community guests, celebrities, and even people from the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic show, as well as branching out into other new territories. Um, we're streaming live on Twitch right now and on Discord. You can join either of these things from our website, www.thebarcast.net. And our streams go live on YouTube after the fact, as well as iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and other places where you digest your podcast-related material. Uh, since we're streaming live on Twitch right now, we have our lovely barcasters watching the chat for questions such as a non-pencil pencil. What are questions we don't ask our guest? Well, if you've seen us before, you know we don't we don't fuck with uh, politics or religion. We also are not going to ask anything too personal, like you know where they live, you know what their address is, or social security number, or their job. You know we're we're just not going to do that. We're going to be smart. So don't 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 be that way. And if you're a stupid abusive fuck face, I will ban you. So don't do that either. Speaking of uh, fuck faces, though, priest, it seems we have a drinking word today. It's true. Every week we have a drinking word, and this week, if you hear the word fuck, be sure to take a nice, healthy, responsible drink. Please drink responsibly. We don't want to send someone to the hospital again. God fucking damn it. Yes, that's my feeling exactly, Rav. But without further ado, 
more on our money losing uh, charity scheme later. We will get to some actual questions. Aurora, once again, thank you for taking time to come join us. It, we're we're honored to have you here. Um, let's start for those who may not recognize you by your name. Uh, who are you and what do you do in the fandom? My name is Aurora Dawn. I am mostly known for writing the Creepypasta Rainbow Factory many, many years ago. This is actually the 10-year anniversary of it this August. Oh, shit. Uh, um... And uh, pretty much, for many people, I am the one who bastardized Rainbow Dash the first time. So, I have that under my accomplishments. The first time. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, I was the defining made Rainbow Dash evil. Every, there's every, every main six has their own first, holy crap, they're corrupted. And I got Dash. Nailed it. So, let's learn a little more about you. Um... What did you, uh, how did you get into My Little Pony, like the, the Brony fandom? So at first, uh, this is, uh, again, it was 2011, and so it was between season one and season two. And what had happened is, is I had one friend online who was big into the show, and I just didn't really care all that much. Uh, and I was like, you know, whatever. The very typical thing of, yeah, it's a show for girls, I And one day I got really goddamn sick uh, with a flu that lasted way too long and started – he he sent me – it was the edit of – trying to just give me one second here. Um, the the first season, Pinky uh, Pinky's song where Fluttershy sings it um, about Zakara. Oh. Evil Enchantress, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the one that was edited to match Fuck Shit Stack by Reggie Watts. Yeah, <laughs> I know the one you mean. I know exactly yeah. the one you mean. Yes, 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 Holy yes, shit. yes. Core memory. Holy shit. And Thank that, you for that. That's, um, I was so amazed. At first, I didn't believe that a fan could have changed the lip syncing so well. I was like, how did they get that to match so well? Like, that, that can't have been, that had to have come from the show, but it wouldn't have come from the show. And so, of course, I had to watch it. And so then I watched it, and I kept watching it. And then before, I think before I even finished season one, the Rainbow Factory song came out, and I wrote Rainbow Factory, and it pretty much just sucked me down in the fandom before I had a choice. Wait, the song came out before the story? I thought it was the other way around. No, no, song first. Song came out on August 14th, 2011. The story was written five days later. Well, it was written a couple days later. Um, I was still sick. Um, th- so my, my joke is that Rainbow Factory is brought to you by NyQuil and Neocitrin. Because I had a fever of 105, <laughs> and I had probably half a bottle of NyQuil in me when I first heard the song and started writing. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe the original song was done by Wooden Toaster or Glaze? That's correct. Right. Sweet. Um, and it's so cool to kind of learn that idiosyncrasy. Did you two, like, get to sync up after the fact and talk about, like, yeah, so I wrote this because of your song, and, I mean, it's arguable which got more renowned, more popular, but, um, did you ever get the chance to, like, speak with them kind of about this, this, this suit, I want to say relationship, but it's not really a relationship, almost fan work of a fan work? Not entirely. Um, the the most contact I had had with Wooden Toaster or Glaze, I should say, I think he prefers going by that. 
mm-hmm. was uh, until earlier this year um, when I first sent it to him. I was like, hey, I wrote the song, or, you know, I wrote the story based off the song. Would you be interested? And he said, yeah. I sent the Google Docs link to him and he posted it on the video and that's where it took off from. Um, and then we just pretty much never spoke ever. Um, oh, he was wow. in a completely different sort of set of friends group than I was. And that's fine, you know, like, it was uh, just how the thing worked out. And uh, But recently I sent him a message on Twitter or something like that. Just when I came back, I, I kind of did this big thing where I sent a bunch of people thanking them for the impact they had on my life. And so that was the uh, – I'd sent that to him, and, you know, he'd responded. We had a very small chat about that, but that was it. Mm. Wonderful. Well, you, you're kind of – you've been in this fandom – for such a long time, like you said, like a decade or more. And we're, we're in this spot where like, we're, we're obviously kind of stuck here. Like there's no way out now. So what is your favorite part of the fandom? Or at least in today's fandom, is it the online community, the fanfics, the cons, the music, what keeps you here? It is the surge of creativity. Um, the, the fact that like, um, I'm going to discuss spoilers very quickly here uh, for Gen 5, but when the picture of Sunny Star Scout, uh, Star Scout came out, and within 24 hours there was almost a thousand pictures on Derpy, that sort of energy, that creative energy that people get where they, you know, one person will make one picture and then that will start its own meme that will do its own thing, and then people will write songs about that and write stories about those songs, and it's just, the, it's really fascinating to watch the sort of human creativity that keeps coming out of this fandom really well said um if there's one thing that you could say to the followers and fans that are stuck with you over the decade what would you say to them uh thank you first of all um it's super super important to me um you know i mean like it try try to be humble right but like to to have fans who have stuck with that that whole time have been there when I first came out and you're still here is quite amazing. Just not only over the time span, but just that people would still care about the stuff that I've done. Uh, that means a, a huge amount to me more than almost anything. Really well said. Um, and then next we're in the spot where generation four, the lightning in a bottle of my little pony, we're, we're pretty much, we're we're almost done with it. There's going to be a new My Little Pony movie. There's obviously still some Pony Life remnants. There's Equestria Girl stuff that's going on. Um, who knows how many more interactions we're going to see with that. But this generation is over, and Generation 5 might start, and it's almost, it, it would be, it would be hubris to think that it would be the same lightning in a bottle that Generation 4 had on kind of internet culture as a whole. Where do we as a community go from here to keep ourselves alive, relevant, and strong? We're actually on the, the, the right course. Now, I've, I've only been back since October last year. Um, so I can't say for too much about the sort of long-term trajectory, but uh, I was actually just discussing this with um, my boyfriend the other day that when I first joined the fandom back in 2010, it was more like the like a nuclear bomb going off, where that same sort of thing, where like one atom would hit another, which would cause so much creative energy, but it was just going wild. And you'd have people that were fighting all the time because, you know, someone would collide with something else and there'd be this huge explosion of energy. But now it's more like a reactor, 
where it's it's still that high energy where uh, where one thing is causing another reaction that keeps going, but it's more sustained and long term. And I think that on the course that it's currently at, and with the Gen Gen Five stuff coming out, there'll be new sources of inspiration for people. But it's very much uh, a mellow temple now instead of wildly vibrating back and forth. I think that's fair. I think that's really fair. Uh, and then last but not least of our kind of standard questions, and we start throwing you to the wolves, um, the big judgment question, who is best pony? Princess Luna. Hmm, not what say. I expected. Not what your I expected from you. Your what answer you is acceptable. But as, as Enigma would usually say, even though he's muted, show your work. Uh, so I am a huge fan of the Knights. I always have been, long before I joined uh, the the fandom. Um, I um, love, like, I adore the moon. I look up to it. I, you know, it's a, it's a very important thing to me. And the different phases are, are mean a lot to me as well. So I, that sort of association with the Knights, I really, I really like. And I, I totally get that whole sort of, feeling unappreciated for the hard work that you do. I think that resonates with many people, but with myself, it especially does. That might sound ironic coming from someone who's like with Rainbow Factory, but uh, separating that sort of part of my life from my actual real life, um, that's very important. That, or rather, that resonates a lot with me, that whole sort of, I put all this hard work in and I do all this extra care and nobody really notices. Um, and so I try to do my best to respect the night and notice and appreciate. Aww. Pencil only <laughs> likes Luna because the moon is made out of cheese. I, I just thought that was, like, adorable and wholesome. Wait a second. Hold on. That, that This doesn't track with the things you've written. I don't understand. I am a rough, tough cream puff. A adorable. <laughs> I visualize that. <laughs> oh, no. Do, do, I have to, do I have to handle with care? Are you a big marshmallow? Are you squishy? I, I'm I am a marshmallow, but you can put me over a fire and I will be fine. Excellent. Good. Now so let's... a golden brown Pillsbury doughboy. I would say, well, priest, would you like to uh, hold him over the fire then? Yes, it's time to hold you over the fire. We got some questions thrown in from the chat. We're gonna start Excellent. with Alex underscore that asks, How big is your rainbow factory? The Rainbow Factory is, I believe, as of Reckoning, which is the latest story in the series, uh, 12 stories tall, in addition to the other factory parts on the other sides. Jesus. I, I, you know the game's satisfactory. You may as well just make the Rainbow Factory in that. <laughs> I'm actually writing a song about that. Oh, no. <laughs> the next question is from Arconics, and he has a follow-up question for it as well, too. I'm, I'm going to try and massage this a little bit so that way I think the question's a little more clear, at least what I think it means. He asks, how do you compare your output to My Little Dashy? Meaning, how do you compare your fandom creation, this monolith that, that the fandom kind of rallies around to the My Little Dashy pillar? There, there's little... obviously comparisons to be made. Yes, my, they're both um, well-known by most of the fandom. I think Milo Dashley is mo known by, I would say, like 99%. In Rainbow Factory, you could say probably 85, maybe 90. Um, so there's a bit of a shadow there. But um, I, I know Rob, uh, I, I'm not going to say super well, but um, we are friends. 
Um, he, he actually helped me get back into the fandom in October, um, and he is the most amazing person that I know. Um, but by far, My Little Dashi, uh, the output from that and the inspiration that it caused uh, is exponentially higher than Rainbow Factory. But I think it's more along the lines of, like, it's it's nothing that I would take personally because it's it's cute and it's wholesome and everybody wants a pony in their life you know, on some level, subconscious or conscious. So, I get it. And then the follow-up question is, would you collaborate with Rob on a crossover between the two series? <laughs> uh, yes, I have no idea what that would look like. Uh, it would just yeah. be you two fighting over the use of the type, the physical typewriter. I was oh, going to probably. guess that it, I was going to guess that it would involve a you know small babyish rainbow dash and you know lots of bad violent awful things being made out of said baby you know how I, cat, like cats will bring in like dead mice and things like that to use gifts maybe dash is doing that oh <laughs> no <laughs> i imagine something along the lines of roller coaster tycoon except baby rainbow dash is in charge of the factory i want to get off mrs dash's wild ride <laughs> be a bad title actually oh this is fun this is great well without further ado let's get out to the thread on film fiction i wonder got... why you want to get to the thread so bad priest well i mean the thread is where fears and horrors come true so the first question goes out to some loser named flutter priest what a jerk what a jerk number one one of my favorite videos on the HorseNet is Rainbow Dash's prevent, uh, Presents video on the Rainbow Factory. How closely did you work with them on the video, and how was the experience? As, as far as how closely I worked with them on the video, I learned of Rainbow Dash Presents Captain Hook the Biker Gorilla the day it came out. Oh, okay. okay, I, okay. I, didn't, I didn't even know Rainbow Dash Presents existed before that came out. I had no idea. Complete blindside. But it was awesome. The song is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and, as far as the, sorry, go ahead. No, uh, well, obviously your, well, I can't say your OC, your character was represented in there, but they clearly had someone in there named Aurora, which well, I mean, your your username and of course the the story. But how do you feel like there was this kind of like subversion of a subversion of like you actually being called out in the video or? Like, how, what, what is that from the other side like? So, I think Rainbow Dash Presents is actually one of the few things that got it right. Um, Aurora Dawn was not meant to be, uh, like, an author insert or anything like that. I took the username from the story because I needed a username for the fandom, and I just ripped the first... I, I actually figured that uh, by taking the name of one of the characters that had the most terrible stuff done to them, uh, people would be less likely to think it was a Mary Sue. And that completely backfired. Nah. Um, but Rainbow, but Rainbow Dash presents. Um, it, I don't, I don't see any sort of author avatar kind of represented in that. It's just a pony whose wing will not stick on. <laughs> who, who jumps off the cloud and immediately somehow breaks all her limbs? Yeah, chips a tooth while in freefall. That's just fucking great. <laughs> really wants that cereal. Come on, man. Next question. 
mm-hmm. is your story occupies a unique space in the kind of brony lore, similar to My Little Dashney, and that's became a fandom relic. How do you feel that your work has affected you as a person, and especially knowing how much your work has affected other people? So I got to get uh, a little bit sappy here. Um, nah. Do it, do it, do it. I... I uh... I suffer from major depressive disorder, um, and that's actually part of the reason why I vanished seven years ago. Uh, I had a traumatic event in my life I'm not going to get into, and what ended up happening is I, I pretty much went fully off the deep end, lost all um, appreciation of pretty much anything, especially writing, which was a big joy to me. Um, and it took me uh, those seven years of sort of dealing with that and, and you know, medication and therapists. And, and finally last year, things finally started aligning and I came back and seeing the, the, how much work has affected other people, very specifically that, um, honestly, I can say saved my life, um, with, you know, how much people were inspired to create arts and music. Um, one person I know has, like almost altered the career trajectory to become a translator because of translating Pegasus device and how much they enjoyed doing that. I have spoken with artists whose very first thing was a rainbow factory fan art. And then they just, from there they enjoyed, they realized that they loved art and kept doing it. And it has brought so much rich richness to their lives. That alone has brought me so much joy and so much meaning in my life um, to be able to inspire others. And that is just like incredible to me, like un- almost unexplainable. Well said. Wow. Um, and then number three, um, you-, you touched on your break from the fandom, which was something that I was aware of, but maybe not everyone kind of clicked in their head. But you having a very clear differentiation of being in the old fandom, being in the new fandom. Oh, it's the same fandom, but it's aged. Um, it's legal now. How does the old fandom differ from today's, and is it for the better? So I did. Uh, I spoke a little bit about that earlier when I said, like, you know, it went from being like a nuclear explosion to just a, a like a nuclear reactor. Um, I I think it is much better now because while there is still drama that occurs, um, it's not every day. There's two different things, and then friend groups are stop. You know, don't stop speak to other friend groups because one friend group's associated with a different person who's associated with someone who's problematic. Um, it it's so much more mellow and relaxed, but you still have a all of the creations, or you know, ninety percent of the creations from the last ten years. Some of them have been deleted as people have cleared away, but most of that is still here. Um, and b still new things being created, and that that same that same sort of um, it, mutual energy that's that kind of passes back and forth. That that cycle of inspiration that goes on. Um, so I think by 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 far the fandom today is way better than it was back then, um, being in its sort of cooled down state. I like it. Um, the next question is is arguably one of the hardest questions that I've asked guests. Um, in which we've we kind of have asked this with like My Little Dashy and a lot of the other kind of signature fanfics, background pony when we ask the skirts, what qualities of a fanfic make it timeless? Uh, and you know, that is a tough question because I, I really don't know. I, I haven't read too many fanfics. I'm, I'm doing a lot more reading now 
um, as I'm trying to improve my own writing. Uh, I, I think they're timeless for different reasons. They all have their own reason. My Little Dashy, I would say, was that same sort of it, it captures that, you know, subconscious fantasy of, you know, liking this universe so much of having a piece of it. Rainbow Factory is timeless um, a lot because of the, the shock value of it. And so there's still, to this day, people who will send it to other people just to be like, hey, uh, check this out. This is great. You should, you'll enjoy it just to freak their friends out. Um, so there, there's not one individual thing. They each Things that are timeless kind of develop their own. Well said. Um, question from the chat, real quick. Another follow-up. Uh, please say fuck. It isn't a question. Just say fuck. I'm thirsty. Please say fuck. They want me to say fuck. I think I could say fuck. Hey, Yay! I'm drinking now. Drinks for everyone. Sorry, it's, I, you know, with all the... <laughs> all your fucking questions making me get all wax-on whimsical. <laughs> I've never heard that phrase. Wax-on whimsical. Good, and, good job. I like that. <laughs> And now last thing about writing is you can just make shit up. I, I do have a few of those myself, um, but that one, that one's nice. I, I like it. It rolls off the tongue nicely. <laughs> last but not least, how tired of you being asked about Rainbow Factory when you're working on newer things? I am, at heart, a narcissist, and you cannot ask me too much about Rainbow Factory. Talking about it, it brings me so much joy. <laughs> Yes! Please help me think of more things to say about it. I love it. <laughs> Probably not what we expected to hear, and I'm not complaining. No, certainly not. Certainly not. I think that's going to make a lot of people very more comfortable as they have their own background. Uh, it's ah, Rainbow Factory questions. Up next, we've got Shakespeare Cleese questions. He starts by asking, did you know that if you read Rainbow Factory backwards, it's the story of where little Pegasi, little Pegasi come from? A machine that turns rainbows into Pegasi, but the machine's malfunctioning because the foals aren't good flyers, probably because Rainbow Dash is operating it. Yeah, I can see that. I think he's got the Rainbow Dash Presents Rainbow Dash in his mind, just that useless <laughs> breaks everything they touch. Yeah, don't need a degree to get her job there at the Rainbow Factory. That's how they're stuck with her. <laughs> She needs the insurance, the insurance too. So, just hanging on the bathroom for the entire shift, not coming yeah. out. Yeah. We no, are <laughs> What the shit? That's the next... I I never actually thought of that until I read that question. That's really cute. <laughs> the next question is: What was it like living on Mars for seven years? Uh, pretty shitty. Um, pretty much one day at a time. Uh, like I said, it was dealing with major depression disorder, and so there was almost no joy, um, despite you know constant effort to get back to a place where things were good again. Mm. And uh, luckily, uh, last year things did take a, a more positive turn, and now I'm fucking back, baby. Hell yeah! Welcome the fuck back, man. It's great to have you here. Please stay. <laughs> I, I thought, we I like thought... you. I thought the whole Mars thing was a Jabba. Was like, was one of the na rovers named Aurora Dawn? That would have been a really cool name for a Mars rover, though, to be fair. Because yeah. I remember there was one sad rover where it was running out of battery power, and the last thing it said was feeling cold. Not quite. Not quite accurate. God, I'll tell you another time. It breaks my heart that, that it's getting dark and my batteries are low. Oh, my God. 
If, yeah. it, if it helps, that's not accurate to what was saying. That that's what it sent back a ping of data that can be translated as that. It didn't say those words. We know, it didn't but say it, those words. It didn't say those words, but that's like you know you could say those things in French, and it's not those words. But when you translate it to English, <laughs> it's so goddamn hard to tell myself these things. It makes me sad. Oh, it's so sad. It was. It was. Everyone pour I mean, one out for curiosity. <laughs> Or one of the Dicks out for the Roomba. <laughs> no. Dick out for the Mars Roomba. All right. <laughs> the Red Parade is up next. Who asks? Tell us about Sweet Pepper. You don't know fucking shit about Sweet Pepper. Oh Jesus! Oh, oh my shit! <laughs> oh my God! I love Sweet Pepper. I don't have enough time. We don't have enough time for me to go on about Sweet Pepper. So I'm going to share a document I made up about Sweet Pepper. It is in the voice chat now. Ooh. Um, Sweet Pepper is a background pony, I will give a, a little bit just, who shows up for, uh, I think, maybe two scenes for a combined total of five seconds in one episode that I haven't seen yet. She is adorable, she is a pegasus, she's a Daring Do fan, and I love her. I have adopted her as my background pony, and I have a I, like an origin story idea that I haven't written yet, and I have no idea when I will, but I will eventually. Um, uh, I have pretty much put all of my anxiety disorders into this poor pony. Um, and I love her so much. She's not Best Pony. That's still Luna. But oh my god, I love Sweet Pepper. She doesn't even have a talking line. Is Sweet Pepper the one with the Doki Mara? With the what? The one with the Doki? No. Mm Mm-mm. But she's fucking adorable. Right? I'm looking at her right now. The smile! Holy shit! Oh, put her on screen. Milk, put her on screen if you can. <laughs> yeah, open the doc that's in the uh, fucking voice chat. It's so cute. Do you think she's related to, like, the super kind of, like, gothy pepper-related pony that went into the uh, boutique that one time? Into the what? The, okay. are, you talking about, are you talking about that episode where the one where Fluttershy had multiple personality disorder and one of them yes, was a that, gothic that is, Believe it or not, ending was right, kids. That's what I'm talking about. I don't think I've seen that one yet. I'm only halfway through season six. Uh, I don't actually remember what season that was in. No worries. You can spoil. That's fine. I just I am no, just just like, letting you know that I don't know a bunch of shit because I'm still getting caught up slowly. I haven't even seen Kieran's or Changed Changelings. Okay, I'm going to There's a lot of good to see, see and Enigma don't spoil anything. Please. No, 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 no. When he said Kieran's, I thought he said Karen's. Uh, the Karen race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So apparently... Apparently, the one I'm talking about is named Cayenne, and I will post a picture of her, and I kind of love her. So. I must see this Cayenne. Absolutely. I am. You, you I look like Maud as a, as a tall Pegasus, if I remember right. Not really. And she's not a Pegasus. Oh, her. I thought, I thought you were talking about the goth girl. She looks <laughs> like a Karen. She, she's a little bit gothy, actually. She gets upset that, like, shit's not dark enough. So. Well, does she want to speak to a manager about it? Because, like, that hairstyle is Karen. Oh, yeah, she totally <laughs> wants to speak to the manager. That That is a Karen horse. Milk, show it. 100% that's a Karen horse. All of you people on iTunes listening right now, go, go, go <laughs> to not iTunes. <laughs> Good job. Uh, I nailed it. James Oak is up next. Okay. Uh, number one, how does it feel now that you're back in hell? I mean, the Brony fandom. 
Uh, I am doing better in my life than I uh, have probably ever, even the first time I showed up. Um, it's great. I have made so many new friends. Uh, my mental health is uh, in a fantastic spot, and it has been for quite a long time. Oh, and aside from meeting friends, I have also met uh, someone who became my boyfriend, who is the sweetest, <gasps> most nicest person on the planet. Oh, Sorry, high-pitched squeal noises the, internally. The, the chocolates and your marshmallow were you both smoking. Are, are they on fanfic, and can we ship you with them? Yes, uh, yes. Yes and yes, they are on fanfiction. Their username is Holtonator, and you should go read all their stuff. All right, um, going, going to find them. <laughs> they are a fantastic writer. A lot of my stuff they have edited. Um, Holtonator, so Holtonator. I'm not I spelling it right. I'm going to share the link in the voice chat. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and, and again, I am upset that everyone is hooking up on fanfiction, but me! Well, it wasn't was... fanfiction, I met him on Discord. Thank you very much. Ooh! <laughs> oh! Besides, what are you talking about, Enigma? You're not the only one here that's still single. Yeah, there's, there's, there's three of you guys. <laughs> that is correct. How could this happen to you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. Up next, uh, what inspires the stories you write? Um, so I saw that question and I, I prepared for this one because there's a Stephen King quote I think is perfectly valid for it. Some of you might know already what I'm about to say. Uh, it's from his, mem his uh, memoir on writing. Um, let's get one thing clear right now, shall we? There is no idea dump, no story central, no island of the buried bestsellers. Good story ideas seem to come from literally nowhere, sailing at you right out of the empty sky. Two previously unrelated ideas come together and make something new under the sun. Your job isn't to find these ideas, but to recognize them when they show up. Um, and 100% that's that. Uh, for inspiration, typically it's music. I will be listening to a song, and then an idea will just magically flip by in my brain, and I will do my best to grab it and maybe write it down on something before it leaves. Um... But uh, for the most part, it's, I, you get these questions, and it's just like, hey, how did you come up with that? And it's just like, I don't fucking know. I was sitting down eating pizza, and it just was there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like Rainbow Fight, like I said, like probably you could blame the NyQuil for that one. There was a song, and then uh, drugs and a, and a high fever. Like, I probably should have died. This um, sounds like the way I write. This sounds like the excuse me. It sounds like the way I used to write. Oh man. And so can I write stories on drugs? No, you're not allowed to write stories on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a conversation you have had pencil. before. What was that word on? <laughs> that sounds like a conversation you have had before. No. We've talked about this. No drugs while writing. Damn it. <laughs> May I purchase yeah. any drugs, please? One drugs. Priest is the most straight-laced dude you ever heard of, and I am not the most straight-laced dude you ever heard of. So it's 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 an interesting mix. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Up next. Uh, we kind of touched on what is your relationship with Rainbow Factory, but if you had additional thoughts, I thought I would hand it over. Second cousin's twice removed. Well said. So that means it's legal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Number four, are you having a nice time at the Barcast interview? Blink twice if you need help. I am having lots of fun, and I'm not on camera, so it doesn't matter if I'm blinking, but no, this is great. <laughs> Yay! I just like do you like the Joker in the Batman Lego? Blinky bling, blink, blink, blink. <laughs> I've, I've got to say, looking at the questions we've got, and given that you are our guest, I think 
I think we're going to need to do some violent questions at the end of this. What, what do you guys think, Barcasters? I am 110% here for violent questions, especially Always. the gory ones. Yep, if you got awful, weird, disgusting, horrifying questions and you want to outgross us, now is the time, children. Set, uh, put them on the thread or wait till the end and we'll do violent questions. And uh, yes. Don? I'm excited. You're, you're in for a treat, I think. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. Number one, what are your top three favorite pony figs? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, these so, are by, sorry, these are by decaf. Yes. Um, so uh, let me just one second here. First of all, I have a memory, uh, like a goldfish net or whatever it is. I don't even know how the saying goes. Um, so I'm just going to quickly go through. Uh, recently, Changeling of the Guard has taken a very high space. I will say that right now. Um, that has been great. Da, da, da. I'm just going through my saved ones, Beer, because, like I said, I really haven't read much. Um, almost anything by Mushroom has been fantastic. Uh, I Need to Hit Something is one that he did for one of the contests that I loved. And then before all of that, let's take a quick look here. Yeah. And then there's one by my boyfriend, which might be cheating, but it's a nice anniversary. It is a mature-rated fic, but it is very sweet and adorable. And I favorited that one before we started dating, so I think it counts. Aww. He's cute. Uh, number two. Mm-hmm. What's, your, what's one of your favorite things to come out of Rainbow Factory, aside from the Rainbow Dash Presents, which we all know is the best thing? Uh... Music is always really amazing. I mean, I don't want to belittle the art whatsoever um, because the, the the sheer tonnage of art and high-quality art has been absolutely mind-blowing. But um, music is such a rare treat to come out. So, like, like recently, Broken Wings with Koa, uh, that one has been my favorite because of just not only the, the callback to the original Rainbow Factory song with the, the piano chords at the beginning, but the lyrics and the implication and all the background stuff, using the logo that we designed for the factory, uh, it was just like such a... And it sounds like a song I would hear on Sirius XM, which was so mind-blowing to me. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. There is a picture. Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to drop this in the other chat here just in case um, you guys can share it if you would like. Um, That is fan art from Pegasus Device, the sequel to Rainbow Factory, which is my (laughs) favorite piece of art, of fan art rather, that has come out from that. Spoiler time. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if that's one, because it is a little bit gory, so I don't know if you can pop that in the chat or on the screen or anything like that, but that one is... It's honestly not that bad. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to ask Milk, though, as it, as it is his channel. Milk, what's the call? Put it on there. It's it's really gorgeous. Nice, it's beautiful. Great. And uh, I would love to tell you the artist of it. Um, the signature is on it. I have forgotten it because I'm an idiot. Um, and I can't make out the signature. I will find it and tell you guys later so you can attribute if you do, but. Yeah, I'll see if I can, if, usually you can open link and then do this search Google for the image. Oh, the reverse image search, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Originally done by Black Carries. That sounds right. Yep. Cool. All right. Up next. Who would live? Uh, who would live? Who would win in a fight? Who would between... live? <laughs> <laughs> who would win in a fight between uh, Rainbow Factory and My Little Dashy? My Little Dashy, hands down. Um, just because, first of all, you've got that cute, cuddly, lovely. You've got the sad tag, and it's like heartbreakingly sweet. Um, 100% it would win. The Rainbow, Deck, Rainbow Factory fans are probably more violent and would cause more damage, but you just have more heartfelt, caring people in My Little Dashie. I think 100% of that would win. Aww. <laughs> Number four. What is one of your favorite pieces of media outside of the Brony fandom? Right now, um, like first of all, that's a really tough question. There's so much things. Uh, I would first thing that comes to mind would be uh, the newest album by AJR, or pretty much any of AJR's songs. Um, I absolutely love them. Karma is amazing. Uh, their ability to kind of like capture how I have felt over the last few years and put it into song lyrics in a way that are like really relatable and understanding, but also being in a kind of unique a new original way to present music um they're simply fantastic and my favorite band i see someone in the twitch chat agrees with me uh rose little anon <laughs> they, <laughs> they're fantastic yeah and then the next question that we have is what does luna oc mean lunok uh so that is spelled wrong it is luna knock L-U-N-A-N-O-C. It is a portmanteau of Luna and Dobranok, which is Polish for goodnight, and it means goodnight. It is a ponified uh, goodnight with Polish. Uh, A little back, uh, I mentioned a translator. Um, Their name is Sapphire Scroll on Fim Fiction. They have been officially translating pretty much all of my work slowly, uh, you know, as they they focus on things, into Polish. Um, They didn't do the original Rainbow Factory. that, but the first translation of Rainbow Factory was Polish, and then the first translation I found of Pegasus Device was by Sapphire Scroll and was Polish. So I, despite having never, not like no Polish connection whatsoever aside from this, I'm in a Polish server, um, which are some of the nicest people I've ever met. The, uh, and so that that's why I, I use that fairly often uh, whenever I say goodnight in the chat. I say Lunanak. Just as a sort of like small little tribute to these uh, these people from this country who have done uh, so much uh, kind of heartfelt stuff for me. There is a fan artist by the name of Spectrasus, whose username is actually inspired by Rainbow Factory, um, mm-hmm. who has done some of the most gorgeous fan art I have ever seen. I commissioned them to do the uh, Pegasus Device Reckoning cover art as well. Um, and they are simply fantastic. And they are also another Pol- Polish brony. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Then up next, we have questions from Emotion Nexus. Number one, what is it that makes horror and dark fix so interesting to write? That's interesting. Uh, I don't... I I, I gotta warn you guys, I am such a fucking idiot, but I don't know. Um, I think (laughs) part of it is... um, Part of it is, is just the sort of... Bear with me while I get my thoughts straight for one second here. No worries. Um, so first That's of all, horror, fuck. 
Fuck. Uh, horror and dark fics overall, um, just the general concept of them is they are typically very creative. They have to, you know, there's some of them that are just typical um, something, you know, got stabbed or there was a scary monster kind of thing like that. But sort of trying to imagine things that don't exist, that that's difficult. And so I really sort of appreciate that. And I like um, things that are, you know, I just kind of like things that are dark and scary and monsters and spiky and sharp teeth and stuff like that. Um, another thing I think specifically in the the fandom um, is the show is very much, I mean, at least in the earlier seasons, as I am learning watching through, it gets really goddamn dark. <laughs> um, but... Uh, the show started off just so sweet and cuddly and, and saccharine and shiny. And, and, you know, it brings you such a warm, nice feeling, which is why it gathered so many people. But there's a particular kind of fun in corrupting that. Yes. And really, uh, like, taking things to um, maybe not logical, but to extremes. So Rainbow Factory is, is very much, like, the series is very much examining loyalty and how it can be twisted and interpreted wrong. Oh, yeah. And I think there's also something to be said, um, tagging on, like, I mean, there's a certain level of, like, subtext and messaging that's easier to deliver, or there's more things that are up for interpretation than, um, like, it, it, it tickles the noggin almost more at times than, like, say, a comedy story. Oh, well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, like, um, I agree 100% with that. That makes a lot of sense with the whole, um, part of you know, one main thing with horror is that nothing is scarier than what's not described. And so it, there is absolutely that sort of leaving things open into interpretation and uh, up to the reader's imagination. Even if you are, you know, if you're describing gore, um, to an extent, the words will only go so far, but the reader is filling it in them, themselves and actually seeing that. Yeah. Speaking of when the show, speaking of when the show gets dark, so do you, since you said you're 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 late, right? You, you haven't seen some episodes. You, yeah. you said there. So should we mention about the time a pony tried to kill herself because she hurt the feelings of her friend, or the time another pony got sold into slavery? I've seen the slavery one. Um, were those both Fluttershy? Because I can see Fluttershy doing both of those. No, the um the other one is 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 Trixie. I'll put it that way. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I I mean things like like the ponies and chains during the Equestriate War and Cutie remark, um, that was like a slap to the face. Um, a cold wind blowing with Luna being the ghost of hearts warming to come, where it's just a uh, what like it's like frost punk. It's like a frozen wasteland, and it's like it's all your goddamn fault. Everyone is dead because you took away the one holiday. Um, like they are pulling no punches now that I've seen. And it's, it's, it's kind of nice that they have moved from being, um, I think it appears to me that they, they went from being a show that was, you know, specifically for families, but geared towards little girls to just becoming uh, a show for family. They sort of leaned into their more adult audience, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm I'm very much appreciating it because there's so much like you know with with actual explicit um, sort of dark and and fearful things within the show. There's a lot more to explore as a mm. dark writer, basically. There was also the cult, which I just remembered. There was the cult. Yeah. There was yes. there is a cult, oh, but that was that's Starlight, right? 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's season five. I've seen that. I passed that now. Mm-hmm. That whole um, brainwashing was, like, I think the beginning of it all, where it was like, you know, a cutie mark will only lead to suffering. Relinquish your special talent. It's like, oh my god, what am I watching? This is terrifying. The happy room. You get no sleep in the happy room. No sleep sleep in the happy room. I gotta give the show some credit, though, because end of season two, we have, you know, the whole um, cadence is really a horrifying evil monster who has been impersonated, who is actually an insect creature who steals love and hypnotizes and, people. And Yeah, she was date-raping shiny, Shining Armor the entire time. And sent, such a fascinating monster. I love them so much. <laughs> and then, then sends Twilight to, like, hell at the end of the two-parter, and it's just like, oh... Oh. I will argue, if you actually watch, if you rewatch that episode and pay attention to it, um, none of the main six need to be there. At all. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, it's like Space Twilight, Jam, where nobody needed my, uh, I, Michael Jordan to be there. Twilight didn't save Cadence, she just gave her a pep talk, and then Cadence flew out of the cave. And then they got <laughs> captured after losing the fight, and it was just because she hugged her husband that everything turned out okay. Like... Like, go to him before Chrysalis kills you, basically, is what Twilight says. And so she does, she hugs her husband, and then magically she saves the day. Twilight didn't do shit! And this is why Cadence is best princess, and you I can't know, prove me wrong. No, 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 that is, that is incorrect. Because literally, literally, Cadence is, woe is me, doing nothing, has to be loaded into a minecart, which Twilight then is the one who makes go. And it's, it's only when yeah. Twilight is about to to biff it going off of this thing that Cadence finally steps up. So Twilight is needed there. Otherwise, Cadence is so fucking useless that she just lays in the pits and goes, In that episode, you know what they don't show you? Like, you know what? how, like, you know when Shining and Cadence, they hug and they form the what? force field? What like, enigma? What enigma? What? And they do, they do the force field that forces all the changelings out. Chrysalis was lucky she was outside a window when that happened, because everyone else, all the other changes, so I guarantee you were not near a window, got squished. <sighs> yep. I, I want to go off on a little theory I have about that particular episode, just because yep. I, I love it so much. Let's fucking um, do it. Uh, you'll notice uh, before before the changelings are defeated, um, when they have sort of taken Canterlot, um, there's a bunch of ponies who are wrapped together, and they are all in pairs or groups. And I think that they specifically put together ponies that felt love for another. Um, and so if you're looking for shipping possibilities, go rewatch that episode and you'll find some interesting combinations. So they were doing what Xenomorphs Oh, that's do, or... good! I like that, I like that. That being said, I'd have to compare that with the last episode of the show, and I'm not going to say more than that because I don't want to spoil it for you because, you know what, I like you and you deserve your nice things, okay? Oh, thank you. You're so, you're so precious. Aurora, what you were describing there is what xenomorphs do when they run low on humans. They, they force the humans to breed so they have more humans to impregnate. I, I whoa. What, I, what, well, I've only seen uh, as much as I it's love in the comics. Movie. It's in the comics, Pencil. Oh, oh okay, all right. All right. I was going to say, I've seen the first, I've seen the first three. Um, and, um, what's the, the newest one where it's like Proteus or whatever? Oh, you're thinking of Prometheus. And there was one after that, actually. I just can't remember the name of it. I didn't see Prometheus. I saw the one after that where they had the, um, it was the chestburster, but it came out the spine. To be fair, I I missed the jump from ponies to alien. So, (laughs) like, I thought that, I, 
I just hear it's in the comic, and I think Enigma's saying this is something in the My Little Pony comic, and I'm sitting here going like, Jesus, fuck, man! <laughs> no, it's in the Z. It's in the Alien comics. Oh God, I, I feel read, better. I have oh. read the first two anthologies of the My Little Pony comics. I'm, I'm waiting until I can get the other ones. Uh, I absolutely can Jesus. see that happening. And those comics are even darker than the show ever got. They're crazy. Mm. Well, yeah, if they did take over, that is the end game. They would have to force them to breed to have more love. And like four pages of Chrysalis like sapping the love and life out of little woodland creatures. It's terrifying. Like I do know, I do know that it is darker. So for a second, I was like, okay, maybe Enigma's just like extrapolating on something that's actually in the My Little Pony comics. And then you're just like, oh yeah, and then chest bursters. I'm like, no, 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 I missed something. I missed something. Something must have happened. <laughs> <laughs> thorax. That episode where we see Thorax hashing just changed that to him bursting out of someone's chest. Oh, fucking Christ. Okay, anyway, Just, so we should move on to more I don't feel right. so good. Oh, I'm a king deer! Stop. <laughs> number two. Number two. Uh, which orange-coated purple maned pony would you like to have a good or bad day? What's the one from Rarity in Manhattan where she opens her store? Um, Siri it's Polo like Mare. Plaid shirt or whatever it is. Siri, um, Siri Polo Mare or Coco Pamel? Not, co- not No, no, no. No, this is when when they it's like the flashback when she opens her boutique and there's like that Russian landlord who's like you you will take my daughter and she will tell you to do what to do and oh um, the little braces Philly um yeah oh, fuck what's what spoons I got you I got you fancy her name was I think Clad Stripes actually uh, let me find right. out. That sounds right, so let me find out if that is accurate. She should be shredded to pieces. I hated that pony so much. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Feed them to the machine. <laughs> Doesn't it only accept Pegasus, though? But it's okay. Uh, no, no, no. I can help. I can help. You no, no. should read Reckoning. Uh, Aurora, you and I are getting along, so I'm going to ruin your life. It's okay. Here you go. Oh, God, why? <laughs> I'm not sorry. It's it's oh, considered bad taste to just leave in the middle of the podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> in which non-pencil drives away the guest. I, I mean, think... T- today today oh. I can say I outgrossed Aurora Dawn, so you know what? It's fine. I can't think of a better you. time. I'm a, like, just a soft little marshmallow. Why would you do this ah, to me? What the fuck? fuck? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't think of a better time, even though it's a little early, to segue that to an ad break. No, 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 no. We're almost done with this. We're not, uh, we're not even halfway through emotions questions. Yeah, but half of them are jokes, so it's okay. Yeah, they are, they are jokes. Let's okay. do it. Go, go, go. Do you have a twin named Borealis Dusk? Borealis Dusk is when I, I made a Tumblr account many years ago that I was going to post not safe for work pic, uh, fix on. Uh, I never wrote any, and so uh, no. Now the not safe for work fix are just on my regular uh, fin fiction. Like a true deviant. <laughs> Number four. What makes good horse smooch? What makes good horse smooch is more than just what it is, but what they sen- uh, sense during it. What do they smell? What do they taste? What does it feel like? What are they thinking? What they is going through their mind? They smell and taste Axe body spray. I hate you. God damn it. Get well, if it's Dash, then yeah, they would. 
<laughs> well, uh, I wrote, uh, I don't know if it was a speed write or if it was a story. I'm going to plug my own work here. I hope you're okay with Do that. It. Oh, hell yeah. No, we want, we want you to. Oh, fantastic. What fine line. If you are looking for what makes a good horse kiss, uh, I'm okay to put this in the chat. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> It is Apple Dash, uh, and it is um, Rainbow Dash having some introspection and then going over uh, a kiss that she had with Applejack, and it is a very essential part of the story. I'm very proud of it. Aww. Aww. Wow, you really are a She must be such a good friend. We, um... <laughs> glances, glances at uh, Priest. <laughs> They're gal pals. Are you one of the six dislikes on that? No, 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 no. Not you, Flutter Priest. No, no, just there's there's a meme online about Sappho and her friend. Oh, okay. Sappho and her friend. Yeah, put it that way. All right, Priest. Next question. Would you kill Sweet Pepper? Gladly. Yeah, absolutely. Um. You might have, uh, there's a bunch of writers in here, right? You know the yeah. saying, kill, kill your darlings? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I take that way okay. too literally. Oh, yeah. I've never yeah. heard yeah. the shit out of Prince. Uh, I've never like, heard that phrase before. So, kill oh, your darlings, what, what it actually Rabbit means, yeah, I, I think it's like, uh, in Hemingway or whatever who first said it, who knows, right? Um, well, someone knows, but I don't. It was, it was, I believe the full quote was, to be a writer, you must kill all your darlings, and I just want to check that. Um, uh, while you look that up, I'm going to continue on. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, so basically what the whole point is, is, um, these brilliant ideas you have, these storylines that you like, that you've fallen in love with that don't work for the overarching story, you must kill. You must be willing to kill your darlings and give up the things that you like so much in order to make a good story overall. Um, I take that way too goddamn literally, and I just take the characters that are my darlings and I kill them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, whatever works. So yes, in a heartbeat, I would kill Sweet Pepper because it would be devastating to my readers after I made them fall in love with her. Yes, we're, gonna, we're you're, you get along with this group. I'm so happy you're here. Well, um, re- real, real quick, uh, yeah. the term, the term, um, "kill your darlings" has been used all the way back to like Chekhov. Um, but it's most commonly attributed to Faulkner, who said, in writing, you must kill all your darlings. To Faulkner? Faulkner. Yes, Faulkner. 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 All right. Ah, yes, Chekhov and his gun. His famous gun. The Mm. one gun. Now then, uh, is Rainbow Dash clinically insane? Uh, well, it depends on your interpretation. Um, no, actually, I would say, if you're going off the Rainbow Factory stories... No. Uh, maybe a little bit, but overall, um, she's just extremely loyal to her company and to her race. Lol. Now then, uh, dreamy. Dreamy. Okay, I have a response to that one moment here. Uh-oh. I will find it. Bear with me. I have a specific Luna folder, and it is very important that you see this. Here we are. This I'm okay is with that. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Screen cap directly from Netflix. Yes! <laughs> oh. Oh, the art. Oh, I like that. That's so cute. 
Can I? I, I want to use this as like a as like a story picture, like a. Do it. Do it. It's from it's from Netflix. Go ahead, my bro. Do it. I'm totally gonna use that. That's but, but so great. Chris, there's one more question. There is. Finally, will you regale us about the history of Day Drinker? Day Drinker. Okay. Um, I used to be on Ponytown quite a lot. Uh, I started making a series of drunk ponies. Uh, and that was Celestria's drunk version was Day Drinker. Oh, my God. <laughs> I fucking love this, okay? I'm sorry. That just reminded me of last week where we came up with Barry Punch's father. Was there was Kiss Me I'm Rain Dash, All Night Sparkle, um Flutter Shout. Uh what else did I have? I can't remember right now. But yeah. I was going through making ponies that just looked like absolute like the regular taking the regular ponies and building them and then I would just make them look like absolute shit they've been up since you know, yesterday at eight AM and it's four AM and they're still drinking. Mm. Oh, man. I love it. Well, now, now we're halfway through. Segways are hard. Hey! Uh, Milk? No, yes, yes, it's me. The person. Did you know that there's ways that you can support our terrible podcast endeavors? No, I didn't know. As the as the, the the leader of the whole thing, I had no idea that we did anything like this. Please tell that's me because, more. That's because nobody fucking donates to us. That's not true. That's not things. that's not true. We have wonderful, wonderful Patreon family that come and send us money that we then forward in the barcast name to Red Rings Horse Sanctuary out in mid-California, where we sponsor a horse by the name of Little Bit. Every little dollar helps, meaning the uh, the, uh, the the boosts that happen on Discords, that way we can uh, get more uh, help and bring more people in. The uh, bits that are donated on Twitch, which you can donate for free. There's a little thing in the bottom right. You click it, watch a little ad, and it says, Get Bits. And you have the opportunity to donate bits. Um, and of course, our Patreon. And our Patreon comes with really sweet um, benefits, like being able to join our super secret Patreon chat, in which we talk with people in the server. Um, being able to listen to casts. And soon, even being able to see videos on YouTube before they go live. Because that's something that I'm trying to figure out. And it's hard. Oh god. You you should you should you should do that specifically with SFSF because I'm gonna have a runway and I fully endorse that. We yes. also do the game night thingy for the Patreons. Oh yeah, game night. You should, you, we you also... should maybe chill about next week as well. Please yes. chill. Um we we also have for all Patreon folks um the ability to join us on game night and we coordinate all of that in our secret Patreon chat. Next week, uh we're gonna do a uh my, uh, an event that I'm very excited about for game night. Uh, we're going to all play Minecraft, and we're going to stream our experience, and we're going to allow Patreons to come join the Minecraft server as we come play. Um, I, it's undecided right now if we're going to do like a super serious um, Hunger Games match, or if we're just going to explore the existing Minecraft server. I'm leaning towards the latter. But I think it should be a lot of fun, and uh, it'll be cool to have a Minecraft Barcast server again. Um, I, I... So... 
I'm going to interject and do one thing. Um, we also would like to shout out our donators because we have had donators today. And that's uh, Dacaria or Daceria, either one, let me know. And Shakespeare, please. Um, thank you so much for the 300 bits, Daceria. And Shakes, thanks for the one. We really appreciate it. Every little bit helps our horse little bit. And we do really help. We really do appreciate everyone donating and helping us look like, I don't know, some sort of functional, like, organization <laughs> it's, we, we've it's literally like donated that. thousands at this point we've literally donated thousands of dollars in our existence to this it so, helps us yeah. go to cons and be able to interview people for the high value uh the, the high publicity cast like when we interview john delancey or andrea libman your guys's help is what allows us to do these cool things and bring more content to you so please thank you please consider donating and it it's a lot of help thank you Give us your money. Okay, segues are hard. We're back, and um, we're, we're now moving to uh, Applejack of all trades, who has the next set of questions. Flam, would you like to take them? Sorry. I'm I guessing no. Sorry, I can't uh, matter right now. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Rav, would you like to take them? Yeah, sure. We're on Applejack of all trades. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Just making sure I'm still on the right one. Yep, yep. All right, number one. I know you mentioned that the name Aurora Dawn came from the character in Rainbow Factory, not the other way around, so it wasn't a self-insert, IARC. But why did you pick her name to be the one you used? Were you drawn to it in a particular reason, or was it random? So uh, I did kind of answer that a little bit earlier, uh, mentioning that I'd chosen it, thinking that, you know, I'd done so much awful shit to this poor pony <laughs> that no one would ever think that it was uh, like a, a self-insert. Um, but I, I will go on saying that the names, uh, the, the first names were all, because I had just barely began, you know, joined the fandom, uh, I'll give a little story on where those came from. And it was, I was speaking with my friend, uh, he goes by the username Autumn Wind. I don't think he's active anymore. He did a little bit of writing um, a little ago, a bit ago. And I asked him, like, how do you come up with pony names? Like, this is, how the fuck do you, what? I don't get it. Uh, and he, we ended up coming up with, the, you just take things that you're interested in and put them together. And so I had done, like, Orion was Orion Solstice because I like space. And because I like space, there was also Aurora Dawn. Um, and then, which actually means Dawn, Dawn, basically. So the mm -hmm. joke was, back then, was always, God damn it, Dawn, Dawn, whenever I fucked anything up. <laughs> 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 the, the deep Moon Moon reference. Moon! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I freaking love anything that has to do with outer space. Uh, question two, Sweet Pepper is best background pony. Please tell us why this is a fact. She is so goddamn cute. Her smile and just, like, I bet she's super nervous going to the convention because she's, like, really anxious and has, like, a social phobia. But she loves Daring Do so much that she went anyway, and she's having a great time despite of it. And it's just so heartwarming, and I love her because she's cute and she's got a great color scheme. And just, just pepper, just sweet pepper. Mm. Do you think in the world of Equestria, since they do have conventions, do they first suit up? Oh, yes, they do. 100%. I mean, which, was it Pinky that dressed up as a manticore? 
There's, yeah, and also um, Crack Crackles the Dragon, just saying. There's, yeah, yeah. there's uh, Applejack in the lion outfit. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Where fucking Fluttershy made it look like her grandma died, her last familiar. Oh my god. <laughs> they're just like, cool. You know this. You know this uh, character that has no parents and they died in the show. Like you know, like, like this, this whole. It's a whole thing that she has no parents. Well, mm-hmm. that her grandma's dead too. That's what Granny make it look like. <laughs> that her grandma's dead. <laughs> Granny got sucked up by the yiff pile. We went from simping to death. All right. Granny got fucked over by a Fluttershy. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, speaking of horrible things, how do you come up with horror concepts without making it cringy? There's always a fine line when writing grim dark, and you always seem to stay within the threshold so perfectly. Do you draw inspiration from anywhere, or do ideas just come and go? Good transition, Ralph. Good transition. So the uh, the ideas definitely just come and go uh, for the most part, but um, and you know there is inspiration from things. Uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of, you know, monster flicks like Alien and The Thing and stuff like that. So I'll try to think about, mm-hmm. um, you know, how you know, elements of that will form a new story. As far as making horror comps without making it cringy, um, I I just write what I wouldn't. I mean, like, I write what I enjoy writing and what I think is scary. Um, and so I'll write something and I think, like, this will probably be disturbing to people. Because... Um, Different things are disturbing to me. It's not necessarily what I write that that freaks me out, but what I just think is going to be, um, you know, emotionally affecting or powerful. Or, or if I if I have an idea, like a train of thought, like I'll have this happen here, and then this happen here, and then this happen here. Oh, geez, that'll that'll be really cool. That'll probably really screw people up because I did that thing way back when, and they'll realize it, and it'll be really cool. Um, so that's that's kind of how I try to do it. Um, I, I can't guarantee that i'll never write cringe cringe horror and mm-hmm. trust me i truly believe rainbow factory is cringe horror so a little bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh, i don't know if you guys know this uh or if you noticed this we i say we because there was like 14 people involved uh the quills and sofa's speed writing server that i pretty much hang out on um i solicited looking for help a couple months ago for people who were willing to pre-read rainbow factory as it had never been edited um, oh, poor there was there was twelve people for eight thousand words and over four hundred comments. And the version that is on Finfiction right now is the updated version. Um, now, for the most part, um, everything is the same except for a couple lines that have been changed to reflect the new updated canon with Pegasus device. Um, but uh, everything else was just grammatical fuck ups. <laughs> It's like 400 of them. And just like, this doesn't make any sense. Why would anyone do this? Why would this happen? This Why? Um, that was another thing, actually, uh, with the Rainbow Fact, the Rainbow Dash Presents, um, is when watching it, uh, there was so much stuff that I was called out on that just killed me. Like when they run up to the door and an apple bloom goes, it's locked and made of clouds. So in Pegasus Device, I specifically wrote that they had Kevlar-infused clouds that were construction-grade as a result of that. <laughs> so there's just a bunch of things that, like, the, it was, like, uh, plot holes that I was patching, basically. Mm. You know, it was very bold of you to include Spanish surprise. 
Do what? Spanish surprise. The Spanish surprise. You don't remember Spanish surprise, bro? I don't. Hey, good news! I'm not Willy Wonka. I'm Bowser the Clown. What the shit? That's actually a really great impression of the voice that they use in Reboot. That was that was really good. What the shit? I don't, none of you remember. Spanish Were you endless? Surprise. Were you endless? Uh, no, I wasn't. But I have watched it a lot. I told you I'm a narcissist. I will just consume stuff about it all day long. Bruh, it's, it's okay. I have a couple recordings of my stories. I don't, I, I'm don't. i pretty sure half of the views on one of them are just me. <laughs> oh, yes, like me when I check my art sometimes. All right. Yes. As an amateur writer who desperately needs to work on his writing, I know I'm not always looking for tips and advice. Do you have any advice or help for someone who's looking to write more horror, or anything really? Personally, I've only ever written one horror fic, and I just don't understand how you do it so well consistently. Again, I would say write what you think is scary for other people. I mean, um, if you're terrified of it, that's a great place to start. Um, I have... Uh, I, I am by no means brave, but I just have different uh, concepts of what's terrifying to me. Um, but I, you know, you think about stuff like, um, like one particular scene. Uh, I wrote a story uh, recently called Blank Flank, which is Lovecraftian in nature. I actually tried my best to write it in the style that Lovecraft does. Mm. Um, because his, uh, I think <laughs> someone said I pulled it off, so I think I did well. Um, but uh, that was something that, like, you know, Lovecraft, for me, had some really terrifying stuff. Uh, and so I, I, I seek to emulate that as best as I could with an original story. Um, and so just kind of think about what scares you and try to write that. And then that will typically, you know, whatever scares you or whatever you think will scare other people will at least disturb them. Uh, and if that's your end goal, you've won already. So Testicular torsion. <laughs> well, sticking I, with I the know. Lovecraftian theme, Zeebs are disturbing. <laughs> wait, a, wait a second. Also, no. Rap, no. Bad rap. Bad rap, no. no. Hey, I mean, you could we're, have a little... We're on Twitch. We're on, we are on Twitch. Bad rap, no. No. <laughs> I forgot what I was even going to say because I just needed to scold you. I'm thinking about testicular torsion. Ah, yes, I haven't written a story about that yet, and I need to. That was Thank you very much, Enigma. Anyway, so what's the next question? <laughs> Speaking of the next question, how does it feel to be <laughs> the author of Rainbow Factory story? It's pretty goddamn great. I gotta say, it's fucking awesome. Because, you know, every once in a while you'll join a new server, and then after, like, two hours, people will be like, your name sounds familiar. What have <laughs> you written? And you you posted, um, there's uh, one particular thing when I had first come back, I, I had spoken in the Fim Fiction server, mm -hmm. um, and uh, Rice, uh, was it Rice? Or one of the particular mods had responded going, congratulations, you're a that author. And I was quite happy yeah. to hear that. Mm. You know, it's oh, great. Is it like the literacy version of a thought? No, no, like a that. That author over there. You're, oh, it's that author, that author who did this. Like, um, yeah, you're, yeah, like you're how that we, guy. It's like how we refer to Rob in a joking way as that guy who wrote My Little Dashie. Aurora Rob is Pacorin. that when guy really, who wrote If Rainbow we were talking Factory. about Rob, he should be the guy who owns so many typewriters. <laughs> <laughs> really? It is. It is. It is. Talk about Daydreamer. 
It's like pimp named Sick Moon say the whole thing. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Who are some of your favorite underrated pony creators? Ah, be it music, fan fiction, or art. Um, well, uh, Spectra Sauce for the art, for sure. Um, she does brilliant art. Uh, and as far as I know, she doesn't have many followers. I think also she um, is a little bit uh, shy, perhaps. So hmm. uh, I kind of get it. Uh, I might catch shit for this, but I am going to share her DeviantArt anyways. Oh, please do. I was actually um, about to ask if you would. Go for it, man. Go for it. Um, it's not just Rainbow Factory fan art, but uh, she has some really high-quality art. Um, as I'm currently looking, there's 257 watches on DeviantArt, which to me is almost nothing. Um, the next is actually going to be Applejack of All Trades, um, who does some really cute art. Um, they actually have done – I'm just going to pull this one up. I should have prepared this, actually. <laughs> um, the only non-screen cap picture of Sweet Pepper that is on Derby Bureau. And I have commissioned them for a picture of my boyfriend and I as well. Uh, they are just – I love their style. They, they are a fantastic artist. Um, they're also a very good writer as well. They're in the Quills and Sofa speedwriting servers, so they are fantastic. Um, and as far as underrated, um, I don't know about underrated. Uh, most of my favorite authors have been people who are in that speedwriting server. Um, and many of them are, they have lots of watchers. They are very good. I don't know if I would go so far as to call any of them underrated, maybe newer. Um, but, hmm. but Jay, that's Applejack of all trades for sure, um, I think deserves more attention. I feel that. I feel that. And the 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 quills and sofa group is really good. I'm 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 lucky enough to have been a part of it for an extensive amount of time and they and have helped really me grow so much. Oh, yeah. Um uh, just just by virtue of, of of writing uh I actually figured this out. I've I have written more uh this was actually as of February first. I had written more since October twenty twenty than the entirety of my time writing before that. Oh wow. shit. Nice. What do you want, Key? <laughs> show cat. Well, what does the cat want? What does the cat show want to do now? Uh, she wants food, but it's her day off of eating because she's fat. <laughs> uh, so finally, number seven. You are cool. Please know this, colon D. I'll do my best. It might not work. Up next, okay. we got. Up next, I... we got. Oh, oh. Nah, priest, read the question. Okay, sorry. Up next is the Dobermans. Wouldn't it be great? No, awesome to be killed by Rainbow Dash. Uh, if you're into that, I guess, but that's not my fetish. Fair enough. Fair enough. Up next, we have I, questions from. Your, I can't. Your cat. It's so. It keeps doing the. <laughs> and I yeah. just. It's, it's okay, Rav. Rav, would you like my cat to talk to your cat? She can't hear anything though. Oh. I okay. have an ear. I I didn't even ask you to talk. You're just doing it. <laughs> I know. It's not Go my find fault. me to get the cat a headphone. Welcome to the it's cat not, cast. 
It's not my <laughs> fault. I said your name, and, and I know. <laughs> it's okay. I know. I'm sorry. You can go back to sleep. It's okay. <laughs> sorry. She's done, I think, maybe. I hope. And Nick, no, what would you I... like to... <laughs> what I like to... Ask questions. I'm shushing the cat, not you guys. It's okay. Who has questions? Sentence. Sentence. Okay, found him. Number one. What is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that is really unhealthy but so friggin' delicious? I eat way too much McDonald's. I'm trying to curb it back. I've actually recently got into HelloFresh, which is fantastic. It's really good. Um, But yeah, I I will go for a quarter pounder with cheese um, any day. It's so good. Have you noticed that the clown has been missing for years now? Oh, he was in the meat. <laughs> that's, that's how they got rid of him? That's how they got rid of him, yeah. Okay. thought I changed so, makeup. Did you, say clown self- in, did, did you say clown in the meat? In the yeah. meat. Yeah. Oh, good. Hold on. Hold on. I have something for this. Oh, <laughs> like, no. like, all of the meat to this day, it's all clown. People so, don't no, realize how large she was. I mean, that would explain why it looks like pink Play-Doh. But, I mean, yeah. do you, you guys know that clown meat is a thing, right? Yes. Do you, actually, no. do you remember when... Yeah. Does anyone here remember when McDonald's advertised that their chicken nuggets were now only white meat? I do remember that, but here, this this just here. What, just, what no, was it before? before? No, just look. Yeah, clown meat. That's not clown yeah. meat, that's meat clown. Yeah. I thought had a meat clown, unless I've had a really mm-hmm. bad childhood. I did not have a meat clown. I've never had a meat I clown. I did not have uh, a meat clown. Are you, can, are you of the Canada's? I am of Canada. That's ooh, I have an so, important question for you. Oh no, no, so everybody. Nope, nope. Enigma, I, I get to ask my question. This is a Canadian guest. I get to ask my question. What hockey team? Calgary Flames. Okay, you're okay. You're okay. You're you okay. can stay. Most people um, get mad at me for that. No, no. Here's they're not the good. I'm not going to say they're good, but they're my favorite that's, team. That's why. Because I remember as a Sharks fan back in the day where you were our bitterest rival and I wanted to kill you for having your Rome Ginla. And I'm going to leave it at that because I could go off all day about your team, but I'm Did not Did you to. just say Rome Ginla? No, no, Jerome Ginla. Jerome, uh, thank you. All yeah. right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I had a crush on him. I'm going to get his name so right, mad. Okay? No, I'm oh. going to get his name right. I have a crush on him. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Jerome. you too. It's all right. I did. Anyways. Yeah. Okay, so totally selfishly here for a second, I do need to butt in. You said you're getting into HelloFresh. I use Dinnerly. What do you think of HelloFresh? Because I fucking love Dinnerly. So I am currently on my first week of HelloFresh. Um, again, I'm in Canada, so you have to keep in mind that we have very limited options as far as these things go. Right. Um, but uh, so far, it's been great. Uh, I was under the impression when I first signed up for it that it was all prepped for you and you just basically needed to heat it up in a pan. That is not great. It is all portioned for you and you still need to chop it up and cook it. Um, and uh, bringing up the mental health issues with depression, I, I, I love cooking, but I've struggled with cooking quite often. It has definitely made it easier. And despite the higher initial expense, I have found that it is much better because I am not wasting food because I was cooking for one person. I am no longer buying packs of food that are intended for a family of four and wasting two people's worth of food by, because it goes bad before the time I get to it. Mm. I feel so, like you're speaking uh, to priest directly, just saying. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 because like, he asked like the so, question. So, so like, no, 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 no. It's, it's so similar to his experience. So like, generally, like part of it was like, 
I, I gained a lot of weight and like I have clinical depression and it, it was really hard for me to be like, We're okay, all writers, I'm going right? to be, gonna be yeah, this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to be like, I was going to be this like, okay, I need to actually get my shit together. And like for a Christmas present, Pencil gave me uh, three weeks of dinnerly and it was at a discounted rate and it was, it was awesome. Like it was these healthy meals that they basically send you the food uh, the difference is, is that, like, they give you what you need to cook it. It's not pre-portioned. And so, like, you actually bought, get the food as if you bought it at the store, and then you have to portion it and do everything kind of yourself. And it, it's amazing because, like, they don't send you just enough garlic. They let you decide how much garlic you add. And I'm a garlic fiend, so I'm like, <laughs> yes, this is great! And um, it's actually gotten me in the habit of actually cooking for myself and... You know, as of right now, I've lost 40 pounds, and it's really nice. That's fantastic. I've come down a little bit of weight since um, my 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 comeback, I guess, my resurgence, my mental health. Um, mm. I'm about 10 pounds down. Uh, definitely would like to be more. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a work in progress, and I'm happy with it. Yeah. Good job. So yeah. anyways, now that we're done advertising, yes, no. um, you guys not, are getting paid for this, right? We, not no, we're not hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah. Hot ta- hashtag not sponsored. Um, I fucking wish we were. <laughs> Freeze, because I know we want to get to some more questions. Uh, do you wanna? Do you wanna speed run some of the next questions? I know the milk. It's it's Enigma. Issues. It's Enigma's questions. Oh, I'm so sorry, Enigma. Would you like to speed run it a little bit? Because I do know that the milk question is gonna cause issue. Well, I'm causing problems. All, right, all, all right, all right, fine, fine. You, you got this, bud. You got this. I believe in you. Number two. What is the biggest or weirdest beer that you have? Banshees. Okay, I'm, that's more, good. I'm more afraid of woos than banshee, but okay. Banshees scare. If I hear uh, like a screaming at night, I will not be able to sleep for the for the rest of the night. Barn owls have would like to have a word with you. Yeah, well, dying rabbits too, and I live in rural areas, so. Oh, well, and what about the foxes? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I fucking hate the song. Anyways, yeah, no foxes scream. They scream like a woman being murdered. We are, uh, as far as I know, too cold for foxes up here, so. Really? Ah, so safe from foxes. <laughs> Number three. Why is bag milk the best milk? Wouldn't know. I am in Western Canada, and we don't get bag milk. Thank clearly, the Clearly the okay. only civilized part of Canada <laughs> is the west part, then. You're doing fine. You're it's doing only fine. Ontario and Quebec, I think. As long as as long as you still have poutine, and as long as occasionally you can find some place that you can get beaver tails, we're good. So uh, no, actually, we I have <gasps> I've had beaver tails, um, but I I was on a trip to Ottawa. Okay, then you know, but you know. Okay, you I, know, I, I you're right, you were right to speedrun us along because this question is going to cause us problems. But I have to tell you, uh, my retirement plan is to start a uh, food truck that sells. Um, Fried breading and flouring, because nobody gives a shit about the onions. Nobody gives a fuck about the stuff that is underneath the, the breading and the flouring. They just want that delicious oil soaked into carbs, and that's what I'm going to sell. Give give me cheese on top of it, and we're good. Okay, can do. Awesome. Some. All right, just, we can move on. Sorry. Just drag <laughs> yeah, some okay, big okay. cheese over there for pencil. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> number number four. What is your one annoying habit? One? Oh my god. Uh, I have a lot of annoying habits. Um, I think uh, probably I would have to go with um, 
I'm going to say laziness, but that's probably just, um, you know, self-hatred kicking in. Um, I have difficulties um, maintaining things, keeping things up, uh, starting new habits that are healthy for me, and it frustrates me that... (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop. You didn't say it. I was going to... Fuck, I'm sorry. To be fair, you're not alone over there, I'm I'm more disappointed in myself than anything else. Um, but, um, but like uh, like starting maintaining habits and new new healthier habits and things like that. Um, I I self sabotage quite a lot and it, that frustrates me. I wish I wouldn't. So, what is the theme of your sex life aside from the Rainbow Dash Biker Gorilla theme song? <laughs> no theme song in that. Uh, sure. Yeah, there is. Well, not a theme song, but there is a song. There's a song in it, but it's not a theme song. God. Uh, Let me think. Okay, two seconds. I didn't even see this question. I should have thought of it beforehand. Um, Probably something by Michael Buble or the Rat Pack. That's classy, and I'm sure Flam is over there quietly smiling to himself. (laughs) Blue moon. So, number six. Fly me to the moon. Sorry, go ahead. Let me play among the stars. That segues real well. Say the thing. <laughs> Which and watch anime by chance? If so, what are your favorites? Bonus points if you're a fan of Durarara. I uh, do not know. Um, I I have seen a little bit of anime. Um, not a lot. Uh, Sword Art Online is one of my favorites. Um, mainly because it's one of the only three I have seen. Sword Art Online. Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, the, the original, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what's the other one? Kekai Sensen or Blood Battle Brigade. Um, and I think Blood Battle Brigade, actually, now that I think about it, just because it's so ridiculous and the music is like jazzy ska swing kind of electro, it's it's all over the place, and I love the shit out of it. Number seven. Just how big is your porn stash? 3.5 gigabytes. Ah. Milk, judge it. Milk? Yeah, no, I'm here. I'm here. It's 3.5, so that's a decent size, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I can actually get you a number. One second here. Uh, it's going is to... it all pictures or just video? Or is it's, it videos? It, uh, that's pictures. Okay, yeah. Oh, Jesus. S- smart. Smart indeed. Properties, uh, 1,307 files, but wow. I prune it occasionally, so that's, yeah. Very nice, or very nice. preening. So preening. Oh, my God. Preening. Preening was so good. <laughs> milk, <laughs> milk, what say you of this? Is is good. I like. I approve. Uh, milk approve of porn. Excellent. Strunk like bear. <laughs> <laughs> what you meant is only pornography. Thank you, Ilya Brzgalov. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to horizontal get and no one else. I'm sorry. I just realized I made a joke about hockey and someone else actually got it. Oh, fuck my life. This is why Aurora needs to stay. Aurora's new bestie. I'm going to cry. It's great. Number one, what's your favorite non-MLP franchise? RK Striker JK5 asks. Uh huh. It's a good question. Uh, I spent seven years not caring about anything before I found My Little Pony again. 
Uh, I'm big on Lego. I don't know if that counts counts as a franchise. Yeah. Um, I built a lot of Lego. I actually just recently bought the. They came out April first with um, a in their NASA line the one of the shuttles with the Hubble Space Telescope, and so that mm-hmm. is on its way. I have every one of the other NASA lines, so I have the uh, Saturn V rocket and the Apollo Five moon lander, um, and there's one other one that I can't remember what it is right now, but um, I again adore space. I before. Many years ago, right when I was leaving high school, I was uh, considering an astrophysics degree, but I sucked at math, so that didn't happen. Um, and Lego is like a super relaxing thing for me. So I, mm. whenever there's a new NASA Lego, I pull that out, and that's probably the biggest thing that I adore, aside from My Little Pony. Uh, that's I awesome. That. I so, have a Batman Lego collection I'm working on. <laughs> awesome. Pure pure interest. What do you do with with Lego when you're done with it? Like, can you like add like a little like super glue adhesive to the outside so it all stays together and then display it, or like? What was that? Enigma, Enigma you're a robot. robot. You obviously. Enigma, you are nope. a full robot. We're going to go to the next question because we're low on time. I think. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Uh, oh no, 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 no. Just or and if you can answer the question, then. Uh, I don't. Do, I I have a display cabinet that I put my Lego in, but I don't do anything to it. Um, I don't add like super glue or anything like that. Mm. Very cool. Neat. Uh, number two. Have you done any fan-related works for a non-MLP franchise? I have not actually. My Little Pony is the only thing that I've ever written for or done any sort of fan work for. Um. I have considered original fiction, but it's just something about those cute little ponies um, keeps bringing me back. And I think it's nice having an established world to build off of because that's part of the inspiration, right? Is is you know you you have a preset thing that someone else has created, and then you think, well, what about if blank happened? Or, you know, like what what makes Cloudsdale? You know, they're a very Spartan society. Well, Spartan murdered their little children who were who were, who were mm-hmm. weak. What happens if we explore that, right? Mm-hmm. And then now we're going to questions from Micah, Mika. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you say to a brony who hasn't read Rainbow Factory? Um, cool. All right. Um, have you heard of it? And if not, yeah. all right. Whatever. Um, and if they, they haven't read it and they're like, should I read it? I'm just, I usually just go, no. I have mm-hmm. better stories. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> And then number two, we've already kind of covered, are you happy with being associated with Rainbow Factory? I think it's an adamant yes. Uh Um, And then what prompted you to start churning out horse words again after seven years? So uh, when, basically, not in in October, but uh, a couple months earlier, uh, June I was probably closest to, um, I'll just say it, committing suicide than I I ever have been in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I had... Uh, luckily in, in Canada, we have, um, you know, some assistance with healthcare and things like that. And so the, uh, therapy that I was going to, I requested a different psychiatrist because the current one was garbage and useless. And I, I got a new psychiatrist and new antidepressant. And while I was starting to feel better, I accidentally ended up on film fiction. I was searching something completely unrelated. I don't even remember what, and I ended up on the site and I reread Pegasus device. 
And I realized that the thing I had written was not bad. And then I also noticed uh, all the stuff that people had had made for it, how I had inspired the people. And I said early in the podcast how how important that was to me to have had an impact on this world, um, you know, to have done something. And I, I have helped so many people um, find their love of art or of writing or of horror or, of, or a multitude of different things. And that was very apparent. Uh, and I was finally at a place where I was able to uh, realize it. So I ended up actually writing um, before anyone knew, you know, before I kind of realized that I was back. Um, I wrote a bonus chapter to Pegasus Device, which ended up becoming the prologue to Pegasus Device Reckoning, which was a sequel. I wrote a 50,000-word sequel in November. Uh, that's how much I, I, I was inspired and came back to this. Um, and, and just so much happier to be here and, and sort of uh, in, in, enlightened by all of the stuff that I've helped people learn about themselves and create. Mm. 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 You know, you should rewrite Rainbow Factory, but ha the only change is that Rainbow Dash is in a jar. Why? That's no, I fucking no. hate everything about you. I'm going to kick you to the audience. That's disgusting. There's no porn Thank in you. any... I have no romance or porn in any of the Rainbow Factory stories. Thank you very much. I have written porn, but it's not in the Rainbow Factory stories. Priest, I couldn't figure I couldn't figure out how to kick him to the audience. All right, Priest. the Glim Masters up next. Number one, when is the factory going to close? Uh, read Reckoning. Number two, how do you make worst pony into best pony? You can't. You change the name. You stop. You stop typing Fluttershy and write Princess Pony and Princess Luna instead. Ooh. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, princess. <laughs> We were all just good and fine and dandy, and then you had to shit on Fluttershy. See, here's That's what you need fine. to do. You need to read Project Horizons because they shit all over her character. <laughs> I have... Okay, so I will clarify. Um, as a character, Fluttershy reminds me of a very particular person from high school, and as such, I have never liked her character. It Fair is enough. very much... It is personal. A hundred percent personal, but fuck Fluttershy, goddamn! <laughs> but, but but you like me, right, Senpai? Yes. I'm gonna move to the next question. Oh, you wrote so you wrote Rainbow Fartery, and that I was laughing for an hour afterwards. <gasps> oh my god! Senpai noticed you. <laughs> I know it's so great. Uh, number three, what do you? What is your opinion on the current situation of horror stories in fan fiction? I couldn't tell you. I haven't read enough. I have no idea what they're like. Um, I see them there. Um, I, I really need to read more, but I don't. Mainly because I'm... Uh, I, I've almost overextended myself too far, actually, coming back with helping people edit and reading other stories and just sort of getting caught up. So uh, I wish I could answer... I really wish I could answer this question. I have no idea. But it must be good because my, my most... I have, like, two new horror stories that are on here, so it's got to be good, right? I would, uh, is it fair to call Broken Bindings a horror story? Um, ye the same way it's okay to call, um, House of Leaves a horror story. So House I of Leaves is absolutely a horror story. That scared the shit out of me. House of Aurora? Leaves is a love story, bitch. I, so I, there. 
So, okay, yeah, absolutely. House of Leaves. Uh, so first of all, my copy of it has vanished from my house, which is terrifying. That is terrifying, actually. Um, I I couldn't sleep, and I, I don't mean this as an as it it had kept me up, but I physically could not sleep for a week after finishing it. I didn't think I was in the same universe after finishing House of Leaves. That book fucked me up. You need to finish reading this book. You need to read House of Leaves. Oh my god. Yeah, man. I don't trust I keep, anything after reading House I, of Leaves. I keep getting stuck after finishing the Navison um, report or journal or whatever the opening is, and then I get stuck. Like, because if anyone here likes SCPs, you will like House of Leaves. I fucking... We, with milk! <laughs> we have an SCP show where we read and narrate SCP stuffs every week. Oh my god. Yes. So I, I really... I really need to. Oh, you're you're welcome to stay. Uh, number four. Uh, what superpower would you like to have? Flight, hands down, hundred percent flight. My whole reason that I adore Pegasi. My OC is a Pegasi. I keep examining Pegasi and their culture is because of flight. The whole thing of Pegasus device is that falling is not the same as flying. Um, I so would love. Buzz Lightyear. I would love nothing more than to be able to fly. I have wanted to fly since I can remember. Since I was like four years old, all I've ever thought about is different ways to fly. I have gone skydiving purely to feel what it might be, what it might be like flying, but it is just falling, and I was unsatisfied by it. Falling people style. Dude, I fucking love anything to do with flight. I've got like three or four flight sims on my computer. So, yeah, totally... I, I have a, I have a fucked up eye. I'm like derpy. Um, mm. I have um, it's called esotropia, so it is an inward eye turn. So mm. I cannot fly a plane, and I am dev- I want to learn how to fly a plane. That's how much I love the act of just soaring mm. over the earth. Best thing you can do is DCS world. I'll be honest. Flying is just flying is just falling horizontally. I, I love this discussion, but we have so many questions. We're not going to get to the wrong <laughs> questions at all. It's already too late, but let's go. All right. Uh, next question is, did you, during your life, sit down on your chair and said to yourself, why do I like this colorful equins? Uh, because it is a show that is made for families and not for little children. It has morals that are actually useful and helpful in our, plan, uh, in our real life, and they are cute and are adorable, and they just bring me so much happiness and joy. And there was also that episode where Fluttershy was a cam girl. Next question. I hate you. Uh, anyway. Number six. A creature on four legs looks very deplete, displeased with its friend. The friend is making a piece of clothing for the displeased creature. Upon giving questions to the creature, it is clear that such piece must have a certain percentage to finally fulfill the creature's demand. What percentage do you think it would be? Percent. Duh. I, I mean, I could say something else, but that's the joke, right? Ha <laughs> ha. That's the uh, joke. That's the joke. It was a good song. I remember when people were like, oh my god, Ash Cancorp made a song. It's true. Up next, uh, Pencil, would you like to ask your questions, or I could take them? Do them. Right, I'm going to do them. Uh, first question is, what would you whisper into a vagina? Let do fromage. What would it whisper back? Uh, I I think it would just be liquid, really. That's all you can say. That's all you can say. That's what it would whisper back. <laughs> and then and then she says, "Hey, want to write something gross with me?" 
Sure, I'll, I I don't know how to fucking collab with people, but I'll try my best. Yay. With me, it's usually I write like half a story and I give it to you and I say ruin it. <laughs> I've written one collaboration. It was with my boyfriend again before we were dating, uh, and it is uh, it did extremely well. So that's fantastic. Yay! We should, we should we should collab. I never ask for collabs, but I mean, come on. Alex, uh, you do that, and I'm gonna collab with Rob. Oh wait, no, I have collab with Rob. Never mind. Yeah, man. I have collabed with Rob. We wrote about uh, Spike being in the toilet and Twilight shitting into him. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Rob's town buddy. Moving on. Alex underscore. Number one. What hilarious side-splitting japes did you get up to for April Fool's Day? Uh, none whatsoever. I was at work. It sucked. But um, I did. I liked how the world pretty much kind of came back to April Fool's Day with a vengeance after last year. Um, mm. So, like, preen, preen hub. Oh, oh my god, god yes. I love Prehub. <laughs> Again, I am like Pegasi are my favorite race of ponies. Um and so that was glorious to see. I actually apparently uh there is art being made of me, uh of my OC I should say, being preened by Princess Luna. So uh life is good. Um and just like the other sort of things, the only thing that made me frustrated is that Google didn't do anything. Because mm. like, come on, Google. Like it's not last year. People are okay. People are fucking numb to everything now. Like, have jokes. It's true. Were we? Oh yeah. No. When we decided, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Holt, Holt, Holtnader just posted in the chat um, that when we decided to sign up for the uh, collaboration, it was a, a speed rate contest. Um, we were not mm. dating, but I think my when the announcement came out for the contest, I had typed his name faster than anything else had been posted in the chat. So uh, it was pretty obvious that we, I think, to many other people that we would be soon. And then when we did the collab, we were dating. Aww. That's awesome, though. Like, legit, that's awesome. I'm so happy that the the fandom's given back to you so much. Oh, has it ever? Oh, my God. Number two, what's the funniest shit you've ever seen? Funniest shit I've ever seen. Rainbow Dash, um, the rum is working well. Rainbow Dash Presents Rainbow Factory uh, has been very good. Probably the funniest shit I've ever seen has been the What is a Skeleton's Favorite Snack? Uh, I will share this with you very quickly here. Um, it what is... is a Skeleton's Favorite Snack? Go on, guess! I've seen oh, the video, oh. I know where this is going. <laughs> you're, unlocking a, you're unlocking another core memory here. <laughs> oh my god, I hate everything I about this. Good job. Uh, <laughs> go on, guess! Why are you laughing? <sighs> Alright. Ravage is up next. Uh, Rav, do you mind if I speed through these questions so we can get to Vylon? Go for it. I'm not right. sure we'll if, make it. It's okay. No worries. If you were to make a crossover, what would it be about? Uh, I don't know. Okay. If you 100%. Are you aware mm-hmm. of the fandom uh, trope of displaced fix? No. Oh, you are a sweet summer child. <laughs> uh, go ask Quills and Sofas about how good Displaced is. Just yeah, actually, do it later. Use those exact words and let's see what happens. Yeah, tell them that you heard that Displaced is great. Is it um, like Human and Equestria? No. no. Come Human at and Equestria can actually be good. Change come at mind. me, bro. Come at me, bro, with that. <laughs> All right, come on, let's get it. I'm very, you've, you've sold me on the violent stuff. I got, we got to get to it. I know, right. I know, I know. I just, uh, I have you ever released a porn video? Uh, released? No. Uh, would oh. would you write your clone? 
Wood, yes. I have a plan involving Scootaloo and Chrysalis and Alien vs. Predator where they pump the eggs into it. Yes. <laughs> if if Anon came to Equestria, Anon is like basically a human. I know uh, Anon. If, okay. And all of the ponies were monster girls it, with even weirder quirks than they already have. You know, anime logic. How quickly would it take for them to have an actually functioning harem instead of this bitch boy nonsense of trying to pick just one girl with the fleeting women are just throwing themselves at him in every, every episode? Blech. Anon is weak. If it was me, I'd immediately have a harem. There's yes! always love yes. to go around. Yes. Uh, best MILF. Mare Mare, hands down. Yes! Ooh. Wait, she, I, thought, I thought she had no children because she was, you know, barren or some shit. Uh, she's a cougar, it still kind of counts, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, uh, what's his, the, the pony who has, um, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, he does the space ponies. Shinodage. Oh, Shinoda, uh, yeah. Shinoda G. Oh, yeah, Shinoda G. He has a series of Mare Mare where she is cock-hungry and desperate, and I fucking love it. <laughs> I mean, to also be fair, I'm almost positive that the title of MILF is not attained. It is uh, anointed. It's true. <laughs> MILF is mother, so just saying, it has to be a mom. There's a ceremony right. and everything. <laughs> right, but you can't just be like, you know, like, you know, an old witch. You have to be, someone has to say, nah, that is a MILF, and then everyone agrees, and then they are bestowed title of MILF. They, one yes. does not just simply become a MILF. Oh, yeah. Brown comes from the heaven. Would Queen MILF be called the matriarch, or? <laughs> the matriarch <No>. MILF? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> a queen, simply. Um, or queen of the pack. Okay, sorry. We're moving anyway. On. Um, favorite non-pony? My boyfriend. No! Yay! <laughs> Why is Spike uh, the worst and everyone that likes him is wrong? Uh, shut up, Spike. Um, Spike is awful because he is used as a, um, comedic butt. Uh, rather, no, I actually, I have an answer for this. In any episode that is Spike-centric, he is garbage. Um, uh, they Thank have you. no idea how to write him. If he yes. is a side character in an episode, he is brilliant because he is the foil, and he is fantastic because he's the only one, he's like the audience surrogate. He's like, what the fuck, this doesn't make any sense. Um, but in episodes that are built around him, they have no fucking clue what they are doing, and they just write Spike as a bumbling idiot, and I fucking hate it. This is true. And yet oh, somehow he gets, he canonically gets a girlfriend. Because he's a it's dragon. Dragons have big dicks. Everyone knows this. It's true. I thought, it's th- I thought they have two dicks, allegedly. Speaking of dicks, if dick cheese can be blocked and sliced for sandwiches, how much vaginal marinara would we need to spread on our avocado toast to make a fuck trophy? Uh, many. <laughs> like, that was quite a word salad. <laughs> it sure was. A fuck trophy. A f- well, I was waiting for him to finish. There's also a flushed consolation prize is acceptable, too. Um, uh. Dick cheese can be blocked and sliced for sandwiches. It can't? I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure if you get enough of it. Well, then there you go. Uh, how much vaginal marinara? I um, I don't know. I don't know how much. I don't know how discharge works. I have a dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just vaginal marinara would be discharge. It'd be period blood. Just saying. Period. Oh, well, then one. If I understand how fucking awful it is. One period. <laughs> one period. <laughs> so that's that's about um. Half a cup at most, I would say. Well, then there you go. There you go. That's a lot of marinara. If if, if tampons were edible, you could use that as like sandwich bread. No, tampons aren't edible. No, they'd more, just, they'd just be more like them, um, dip them in water, make well, some tea. 
Oh, what are those fucking things? I hate things everything that... about that. Ooh. You get your own sangria. Um, I'm probably getting this wrong. Churros. They'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like churros. No, nothing speaking, like churros. Next question. Speak, speaking of everything, we're going to Mugney now. Who says, uh, so you're right? Uh, I think so. I must oh. check. Oh, so you wrote Rainbow Factory? Uh, so far as I've been told, yes. So, uh, uh, Number That's four, if Dr. <laughs> Phil pays money to watch Furries pee, would that be philanthropy? Oh, fuck yes. off. 100%. <laughs> What's your favorite movie, video game, and TV show? Uh, video game currently Grim Dawn. I am loving the shit out of Grim Dawn. It is like Path of Exile or Diablo 2. Yeah. Nice. Movie? Oh, movie. Uh, Knives Out. Oh, oh good one. And I don't watch TV. I don't pay for it because TV is expensive in Canada, and fuck that. Makes sense. Favorite book? Favorite book uh, currently is um, Fool by Christopher Moore, although that changes back and forth between The Belgaria by David Eddings. Number seven, how your day? Day going very well. Uh, Decaf is up next, the second round of questions. Everyone's always talking about sucking your own dick, but you know what's really impressive? Eating your own ass. Anyway, questions. Number one, what's the weirdest... <laughs> so you read that for you. Delivery was flawless. I'm sorry. Yes, it's true. Yeah, I, have my, I, I, removed, I removed my lower ribs so I could suck Marilyn Manson's dick. Please don't ever suck that man's dick. He's such a fuckwit. <laughs> Moving... Uh, what's the weirdest thing a Rainbow Factory fan has ever done for you? Uh, weirdest thing? Oh my god. Well, I mean, there's so many fucking fix fix that are like, well, like, I don't fucking... People keep asking me if, like, if they can write a sequel for it. And she's like, you can write whatever you want, but it's not going to be an official sequel, because each shit, there already is one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, would you rather be a cannibal or a necrophiliac? I think cannibal. Okay, more on that in just a few minutes with final questions. I'm yeah, sorry. Number three, uh, fuck, Mary kill, Luna, Sweet Pepper, and whoever your third most favorite pony is. Uh, okay, so uh, fuck Luna, marry Applejack, and kill Sweet Pepper. Dead. Ooh. Kill your darlings. Last but not least, is it funnier to call alcohol dumb bitch juice or fun time poison? <laughs> uh, dumb bitch juice. Yay! It's final time! I'm I am ready, priest. I am ready if you if you would like me to. Do the do the jingle and do it. Okay, are 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 you prepared? Or are 100%. Gone? Yep. Go for it. <clears throat> it's time for questions with Vylon. <laughs> Vylon asks, and I'm I'm picking a classic, guys. <sighs> You are a rapist, and you've cornered Fluttershy into an alley. She cowers before you, ears down, eyes brimming with tears, four legs tucked on her chest, and a bruise on her side where you batted her out of the air with a pole when she tried to fly. You hear her weakly mumble a repeated apology through sobs, and you ignore that, pray, talk. She squeaks with fright when you grab her with your muscular arms and starts to whimper as you glare at her in your grasp. You think that's really cute. You yank her tail out of the way and violently thrust into her. Ah! She screams, please don't rape me. 
You can't scrub the smug smirk off your face. Wahaha, you roar in laughter. Too bad I already did. Fluttershy stops crying and looks at you incredulously. Wait, is it in already? She wiggles herself further into your crotch. You feel all the feels. Will you fist fuck her to show your dominance or run away in shame and embarrassment? Hell yes, Jesus Christ. What the fuck, Fluttershy? Was that just fucking, turning her into a meat puppet, or...? Fucking pitiful excuse for Pegasus? Yes! <laughs> I figured this was an appropriate one to ask you personally. Oh my god. It doesn't right, even fly! God damn! I will do one more, then. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, it's gotta be this one. I'm sorry, it's gotta be this one. I wasn't gonna ask this one, but it's gotta be. <clears throat> you are a necrophile. And you are fucking the freshly deceased corpses of your family when Rainbow Dash comes over and begs you to share your father's corpse with her so that you can gut punch. Sorry. So that you can punch the gut of your father and make the corpse explode its decomposing juices into her. Will you let your dead father come inside Rainbow Dash? Or will you kill her and add her corpse to your fetish collection? Probably kill her, I think. Yes. Next, next yeah. Time. And I, uh, you know what? I will, I will do one more specifically for you. Brilliant. I'm, lay it on me. <laughs> you are a mother, and you have been helping your amputee son. Your son lost his arms when he was nine. He is now 14. In the last three months, you've been helping your son masturbate, since he has no means of doing so himself, and has asked you to help. You know this is a natural part of boys growing up, and you do not want to deprive him of one more thing because of his disability. However, your husband doesn't know this, and you're not sure how to tell him. Would you rather participate in baby stomping or decapitated deep-throating? Probably decapitated deep-throating, and also I've read that Reddit-ass thread. That was a very interesting <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going 100% know the no-arms story. I've heard that before. That yeah, and that was question number five. Aurora, people think I'm fucked up. Goddamn! Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> this, this is why I wanted to read these questions to you. Yes. <laughs> now we're at the very end of our allocated time for today. Aurora, we can't thank you enough for coming here and being subjected to the masses at Vylon. This was um, so fun. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, is there any final parting words you wish to leave the listeners and those who will encounter this on YouTube? Uh, I would love if people checked out Pegasus Device Reckoning. Um, I wrote it last November as part of Nano Remo, and it was the only Nano I have ever completed. Um, it is a full sequel. I am extremely proud of it. Um, so it is the third story in the Rainbow Factory series. I have other stories as well that I would love if you checked out. Specifically, Blank Flank is one of them. It is the Lovecraftian horror I mentioned earlier. Um, and, of course, there's many stories that I've written, tons more that I've written since I have come back, some that are not dark and horror, some that are cute. Um, Heart of Hearing is probably my favorite one. It is about a gay couple, one of whom is deaf and is learning Pegasus Sign Language. Uh, that was very interesting. There is no dialogue in that story. That was a... Um, a challenge for myself that I think I pulled off quite well. Hell yeah. That's awesome. And then if anyone has any sort of questions, what would be the best way to get in touch with you? 
Sending me a message on fanfiction is fantastic. I can definitely send it. Um, I am going to be staying in the broadcast server, um, so you can always send me a message here whenever you'd like. Um, I'm also in the fanfiction server. I never speak there. I just browse it occasionally to see if anyone's talked about me. Um, which, uh, happens on hey, rare occasions. I'm, la- okay. I'm laughing because I can relate. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, there's, there's, uh, like, there's, it moves too fast. I'm not going to pay attention to it. But every once in a while, I'll search like Rainbow Factory or Aurora Dawn and just see if someone mentioned my name because I love when people talk about me. I, anyone who doesn't, like, what's wrong with you? Come on, like, just be true to yourself. Jesus. Oh man. But without further ado, Aurora, thank you so much for taking your time. As we mentioned earlier, uh, is next week, for all the Patreon fans, we're doing a super special Minecraft stream. It's nothing that we've done before. It's, it's something that we haven't really done before, or at least not since the old days, back when we had like a Minecraft server with Carrier and we crashed it because we had too many pigs have sex. Um, <laughs> It, 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 uh, trust me, I'm going to try and Tell me later, again. tell me later, it's fine. Yes. Um, so please, if, if you guys are interested in that, this is the right time to sign up for Patreon. Like, we don't know if we're going to do this again. Consider joining our tier and joining our chat and being a part of the festivities. Um, but until next time, uh, your highest bit donators for today, number one was Desiria, number two was Rose Little Anon, and Hat Vandemus came in third. Thank you so much, you everyone, for your bit donations. We're so excited to send our next uh, donation out to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. And when they send us um, a letter, we'll be sure to read it out for you all. Um, thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. Your bartenders have been a non-pencil. I made a hockey joke and someone got it. Rav. Babs are best ponies. Fight me, Nani. Enigma. Thank you, child. Flam and Werfer. Uh, so, something, something, something. Yeah, I guess something. Milk. Ooh, ooh. Our amazing guest, Aurora Dawn. I'm in danger. <laughs> and there's cookies and punch by the door. There is. I'm shit. I should have gone like, fuck, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> One last drink. The head is backwards. <laughs>